episode 19, Patrick. Sarah, how are we doing today? Oh my God, we're good. We're coming off, I feel like, a ratings high on this podcast with yeah, Joe DeCipio. Joe DeCipio, we give him some props. He got some nice props. And um, he lost, though. I mean, pretty much every argument. <laughs> Wow, you're claiming it as your own win. Okay. Well, listen, you know, he used some big words that, you know, as a lawyer, we don't understand. He was kind of spinning, you know, like all these, you know, I love media it. pundits. But uh, no, nah, it was good. He was great. He was really good. Annie, you listened. She said it was her favorite episode. I had somebody else uh, who listens at Podcast Village. They he, loved he, it. They listen, thought he was he, great. He's actually smarter than he looks. Yeah, he, he is. <laughs> he was really good. People yeah. were like, bring his, Joe back at some his, point. His, his, Peggy, his wife, must have really um, coached him because... <laughs> <laughs> wow, I love all the crap talking. Yeah, I know, and he's not here, so really, I shouldn't be talking crap. We really shouldn't talk crap when someone's not here to defend themselves. We absolutely should. Yeah, we should. Yeah, I mean, come on. What's up, Joe? <laughs> <laughs> so, look, there's tons of stories every week that we cover. We were just First discussing. First of all, do you feel like Noah right now with this rain? Like Noah's, oh, it's been it raining. Is. Yeah, I'm waiting for like pairs of animals to start walking down the street. <laughs> it's been raining so much. It is pretty crazy. I know, and it's not supposed to stop all oh, week long. So annoying. Yeah, you're. It's been the worst summer. Really? Hot, humid, hot, cold. Rain. It's just like no consistency. Well, I love the heat. I have to tell you, I do. I'm a heat fan. I That's grew what up I've heard. in the winter, but I'm not like <laughs> bring on the heat. Bring on the heat. Yes, absolutely. Oh, there's a lot of heat this last week with Trump and every like crazy. I know. So where do you want to start? You were you were tweeting about the Carter Page and the dossier that uh, that Trump is now saying essentially proves that the uh, the Mueller investigation has nothing on him, and a yeah, lot of people. Listen, I don't know if it proves that. I listen. I think what. Listen, you, everyone is spinning this yeah. their way. My my take on this is pretty pretty clear. It based on the released redact, heavily redacted um, documents uh, over the last several days. It seems to me that the dossier was mostly debunked, and that you have to at least seriously question the reason for the FISA. Warrants. Okay. So, Steele was paid $160,000 by the DNC in Fusion GPS. Okay. That's clear. Um, Comey, Yates, Rosenstein all signed various FISA warrants for the courts. They didn't disclose that the dossier was paid for by the Clinton campaign, DNC, Fusion, and so forth. Okay. And McCabe, who was the deputy director of the FBI, made it clear that... If not for the dossier, which is now mostly debunked, there would have been no surveillance warrant. And when Trump says witch hunt, I am tired. I know Joe said this last week. You are the media. But I am tired of most in the media now trying to make it like when he says witch hunt, he's referring to the entire Russian intelligence investigation. He is clearly and always has on his collusion and obstruction. Investigation. Oh, and he's talking about him personally. Correct. There's okay. no doubt of, and anyone who says otherwise, they're full of it. They're trying to tie it to the. Now, listen. He hasn't been. Listen. He has absolutely misspoke and mishandled the Russian uh, election meddling that we covered last week. He should have been more vocal against Putin and 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 acknowledge yeah, the intelligence. No doubt about that. However, it is clear now. The media is switching the narrative to make it sound like he his witch hunt comments for the past year and a half 
or you know, less than a year, have um, were talking about the intelligence and them meddling in the election. It's clearly about him and the investigation on him about collusion. Okay. Because he's always said no collusion. It's a hoax. And, and so when you look at this dossier, you know the the the. the but then, isn't everyone's argument though that by him doing that, it, it, he's trying to undermine the entire investigation because they're so very what? well. So what? Could be. Bill Clinton tried to undermine the Star investigation. Like, listen, if you truly, if he knows he did nothing wrong, how, think of listen. Take the fact that people hate Trump and he's the president. Just take it out. If you were to be investigated personally like this, and you knew there was these fake dossiers talking about what you did here, there, and everywhere, it was paid for by your opponent, think about how frustrated you would be right now, especially as the president who's trying to get things done. This has tainted his entire first year and a half. Now, he he has contributed to some of that. <laughs> okay, yeah. All right? We, we can agree on that. But think about the frustration that he, if he truly knows he didn't do anything wrong. I this, understand this, that, yeah. There should not have been a special counsel to investigate him. Maybe to investigate the Russia interference in the election. But why hasn't he sat down with Mueller then? Why isn't he like, look, I Honestly, have- because I truly believe he thinks, and he may not be totally wrong, that this is, this, this was designed from the beginning... Oh my God, he won. What are we going to do? So, okay, so you. No, I'm not saying like career law enforcement. I'm not saying that that they said, okay, mate, let, let's let's do a fake dossier and do that. But I think your mindset. You could see how people act now. The, the unhingedness of this. Okay. I, you could see how you people looked at one piece of information or intelligence. And they go right to so you know the worst case scenario because it's Trump, went on Obama or somebody else that they would have gotten the benefit of the doubt. I mean, I agree with you to some extent because I think what it's what we talk about too is Trump is his own worst enemy, you know, in a lot of ways. But it does seem odd to me that if you truly have nothing to hide, or if you didn't know, so if you were arrested tomorrow and you did nothing wrong, would you go without an attorney? No, okay. but he can still like he can no, still be no. prepped. Like, well, prepped is different. Yeah, but you're still the president of the United States, and like they're all, he's not, not going to think, be not impeached. If you, not in next, a, well, you don't. Not if they're truly. Listen, you got the House probably going to turn over, most likely in, in November. If you truly believe they're out to get you, but wouldn't you at least? Okay, you're innocent. Wouldn't you at least go? You can be fully prepped by all kinds of attorneys who know all the questions no they're going to ask. No and way. then if you don't like where the conversation is going, you can be like, Listen, you know what? Here's- I've always told you my 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 law enforcement expertise comes from TV oh, shows. Right. <laughs> so on Law and Order, which I've watched for the last twenty okay, years, great. okay, they never put the person on the stand unless they have to. And right now he doesn't have to, <laughs> so I'm sticking with my Law and Order, um, you know, Blue oh Bloods. Uh, this brings me back when we said that to Chief Newsham, and he was like so upset. He yeah, was no. like, this is like he's like, yeah, you and everyone else, and it's not true. Well, he was angry. Yeah, he was like, that's so like, bad. Well, I'm, that's the worst. <laughs> Listen, I like things that get done in 53 minutes, like Blue Bloods, <laughs> Law and Order. Okay, well, that Mueller investigation is not going to. It does sound like some people that were closely associated with Trump were definitely talking to the Russians. And, I mean, that doesn't implement him. Everything they have found right now 
was way before Trump. Way before. Okay, well, I need to check the timeline. And then I love when, like, certain people in the media, they say, oh, well, they were appointed by Republicans. The never-Trumpers are real, okay? And I'm sorry, but they're in law enforcement. They're at high levels of, of government prior to Trump getting in. And listen, again, Trump makes his own issues, and I agree with that. But at the end of the day, if you're him, you have to start. I could, I could set, I could, I could understand his frustration on this investigation. I really can. There's been no evidence. Both the the Senate Judiciary Committee and the House have said there's no collusion. The Noons memo, which everyone killed when it came out, it was partisan. Adam Schiff was a, you know, Adam Schiff, who's, you know, never seen. He's on TV like I don't even think he does work because he's on TV every minute of the day. <laughs> was killing Noon. And and now you you look at the, the the Nunes memo based on you know the Carter Page dossier based on the dossier it, Nunes is pretty right on everything he said like when this came out right. even the Washington Post said listen this is pretty you know, it doesn't look like this there's... doesn't look like there was a lot there well to get the warrants but I okay and the the couple of articles that I've read have basically said that look you don't have to have that much to get a warrant. Well clearly you just need like, you know. <laughs> you don't. You don't. Oh. You can get a warrant fairly easily. But, which is but also by the way which which, which should should we, we as Americans we should really question. I mean these are high level warrants classified. I mean Americans shouldn't be investigated unless there's real evidence to support that they did something wrong. It should not be a fishing expedition to try to catch somebody. Listen, that's what this seems to me. It's like he has to be doing something wrong. He was a businessman for all these years. Oh, my God, he went to Russia. Manafort had communications with Russians. He absolutely had to do something. So let's, let's, throw, let's, let's you know, start fishing, and we'll dig, we'll dig, we'll dig, and we will find something. That's what this seems to me. Well, I mean, they certainly have found things on Paul Manafort. Yeah, but I mean, from 2010. Like, but, like, like, let's not make it nothing that has been found. Zero has been tied to Trump. So he that's hired. True. So he hired a bad guy. Okay. We all have. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's true. Yeah. Do you want to give any examples? No. Uh, no. <laughs> okay. Um, well, it continues to be obviously a big, uh, you know, a big discussion. He was tweeting about it again this week. I read a lot of articles that yeah, he's I wrong mean, again. He's you know, it's back down. and forth. Hey, I mean, he needs to slow down. Like, I know. He, his, but like, even his Iranian tweet in all caps. Listen, should the president do that? Totally debatable. But it's interesting to me to watch how he tweets that out on a regime that's just. Terror-based, inhumane country, mm-hmm. and again, most of the media was criticizing Trump, like like he's the bad guy. And I you know, let, let's see the Iranians alone. It's unbelievable. It, it, it's just unbelievable but to me to watch a, because it's such a he's a t- constant hypocrite, right? I mean, he always talks about diplomacy with Russia and North Korea, but, which are complete tyrant-run countries. On. Maybe that's his. Listen, he was elected. You could argue that his method of diplomacy, if you want to call it that, is totally warped and unprecedented in the history of this country. Right. I would argue, but he's that. allowed to do it. Yeah, but that's, that's what scary. people can't. Uh, but he's. But were you really scared 
Well, uh, at on. times, it is nerve-wracking to see Stop. like where it's this is going to go. It's, again, back to the fake outrage. Oh, you're not at all no. concerned? It's not going to no. affect Trump if we We're go not to going war. to war. Stop. Like... That was his way to say, shut up. I feel like, oh, God. It, it appeases his base. He looks tough. He did the same thing with North Korea. That's his strategy. Okay, if you don't like it, then he will lose in two and a half years. But aren't you worried at all for us as a country? Like, no. it, after a while, you know, you keep crying wolf, you keep doing this, and then something happens. Like, people are, are someone actually retaliates. She's not, I don't know. You're no, I don't think so. Listen, I don't think we're going to war overnight. I don't. I think there's a lot. They're not like. Plus, by, by the way, this was in reaction to to the you know Iranian leader, you know, saying, "Oh, you know, you'll get hit with the tail or some, you know, don't mess with the lion's just, tail." Ultimately, every time he does this, it's like all the conversations we have. It just undermines everything he's trying to do. You know what I'm saying? It fuels no. the media to uh, okay. to make him see, you know, it even do- crazier. It doesn't undermine what he believes well, he's trying to do. The media's interpretation and reaction to what he does could potentially undermine what he's trying to do. And I think that's part of the whole concern right now is that this constant back and forth between you know, many in the media and reporters, and and again, listen, I am in the media. All kidding aside, I, I the, the you know I've said this you know numerous times. The fake news narrative was bad. It's bad for this country. It's bad for democracy, and it's flat out wrong on his part. But there's, it's not fake news. It's bias. It's miscommunication. It's spinning. The media shouldn't spin. Like it's amazing to me. You even see the questions being asked. With the slant that the person on the other end can only answer in one way. To, to either misinform I, I or, it. you know, confirm the narrative that they want. Well, I do think we have, and, and I've heard other people tweet this, talk about it, but and, I think... And that goes for a, both sides. Yeah, and I think you have a lot of reporters who are trying to make a name for themselves of by... Course. yeah. By saying a certain question or asking it. I mean, obviously, we could talk about that forever, but we have a lot of other pop yes. culture topics to talk about. So uh, James Gunn, the director, yeah. has been let go by Disney for uh, the Galaxy, uh, Guardians of the Galaxy. For, for pedophilia-related tweets from 2010. So I'm curious to fi- uh, hear your thoughts on this. So this is a tough one for me, because did you read the tweets? I did read the tweets, right. which are pretty Pretty rough. disgusting. Yeah. Pretty rough, pretty, pretty disgusting, rough. pretty offensive, certainly inappropriate. Yeah, and borderline, very bizarre. I borderline, mean, like, demented. Yeah, okay? like, this man so, has so, an issue. So, yeah. so let's put that in that, yeah. in, that, in that arena. However, they're from 2010. Everyone has seen them already. He's apologized. He had to apologize in 2012 for many of them and for other tweets and other jokes. He's known to be fairly demented. <laughs> like, I right. don't mean that, like, literally, like, but, like, that's his persona okay. and his personality. So now there's a social media campaign against him, which appears to be from the conservative side of things. And, you know, and, he, and Marvel fires him. They were out there. They were out there. This is what I said about Roseanne. Roseanne was racist multiple times. Prior to being hired. Prior to being hired. So now you're offended? Like, these these companies just react. I don't think companies have figured out how to react to the madness and the mob mentality from social media. They just haven't. But what would you have done? I mean, that send is them, such send a them hard to, one. Send them to counsel. Even actors... 
oh, he had a lot of support. Yeah. Who are very, you know, on both sides of the political spectrum are in support of him. They're saying, yeah. these have been out there for seven, eight years. Zoe Saldana, Chris right. Pratt, a lot of people Selma, came out. Selma Blair, I believe. Yep. Like, listen, they've been out there. Marvel knew about him. And if they didn't, shame on them. He's apologized multiple times over the last six, seven, eight years. But for you, what's the difference between Gunn and Roseanne? Like, you just never would have hired Roseanne because she never really apologized no, prior? Roseanne, or? listen. Roseanne was given a second chance and then was racist again. If, listen, if Gunn, if Gunn sent a text out last week saying he wanted to be with a five-year-old boy, yeah. he would have been fired immediately. But, but these tweets were from 2010. Right, right, right. That, right. To Which me, that's the apologies. difference. Okay, gotcha. Like, if you apologize and you're forgiven and you get to make two great movies for Marvel, and then all of a sudden they, let's, let's circulate, let's bring back these tweets from 2010, and then they fire them? It just seems wrong. Like I, do you think he'll? And be, I'm not justifying the tweets. No, My point were, is, yeah. he may not. He maybe shouldn't have ever gotten the chance to direct for Marvel, based on those tweets. But the fact they gave him that chance multiple times. He's a successful director. He apologized. Or eight years old. What are we doing? Like, like Trevor Noah. I was reading this morning. Now he's in hot water. Who, by the way, I'm not a fan of Trevor Noah. Okay. I don't think he's super funny. But he, he tweeted something, I believe in 2013, or said a joke, and apparently it was very offensive. And um, now, now like, they're, they're after him. Like, he, first of all, he's a comedian. Second of all, 2013. No, I, hey, where does the witch hunt stop? And I think now, a lot of people are saying Now, I will say, if, if you find something out about somebody, like, let's say gun, let's say he, those tweets were in public, and all of a sudden you found out, you know, there was, God forbid, child porn on his computer. Right. Obviously, he's fine. Well, that's criminal. But like, what I'm saying is if, if it wasn't public and you find something out like eight, nine years later and it's really bad, then you have every right to fire him. Right. Right. But where it was out there publicly, he's addressed it. Um, but it's interesting to hear if he'll be rehired because there's a petition for that. I mean, maybe if Disney has some perspective on it. I, I just think that these companies don't know what to do. They don't. I mean, isn't it difficult? It is like once the mob is like attacking you, what do you do? Um, all right. It's it's scary to me that we're left we're we're allowing the the, the left extreme and the right extreme to run I think our a, country. A lot of people agree with you, but then it's like like you said, how no one's figured out how to handle it. What to do. And there seem. I mean, look, yeah, social media is just, it's crazy. And Twitter uh, is like such a. I think a you mob. have to, I think you have, just like you would against a bully, I think you have to punch back sometimes. I think companies have to punch back. I think um, the, the, the person who's being attacked has to punch back. And, 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 you know, listen, if Marvel came out and said, listen, we're aware of these, he apologized, you know, that was 2010, he's a reformed person. We have the ultimate confidence that he doesn't think, really believe those things. Right. Would people move? I think think they would move on. on. Yeah, I agree. To to a certain degree, because they were already public. Right. I think that is a big. If this wasn't public, like Joy Reid's blogs, by the way. Right. Like, how does she get a pass? Like, it seems like there's certain people who get passes, and then certain people who don't. Uh, that's a fascinating point because, and she basically tried to come out and say she was hacked. Then there was no proof was, that she was hacked. So, so not only did was she. I mean, she wrote them. She not only was she anti-Semitic and anti, I think homophobic. Yes. If I remember, those were the two concerns. Then she lied about it, <laughs> and then oh, she got a pass. 
Why is that? I mean, it is a fascinating point. Um, before, we also wanted to talk a couple stories. The Stand Your Ground yeah, in Florida. Florida looks like it's going to stand. That was just such a tragic story involving a man that was shot so or, if, in an if argument. If you haven't seen the video, yeah. uh, you should look it up. So a, a man was arguing with a woman who was parked in a handicapped spot with three children in the car saying that she shouldn't be parked there because she did not have a handicapped sticker. Her boyfriend, who looked very big, by the way. Brittany Jacobs' boyfriend. Brittany yes. Jacobs' boyfriend looked large. Um, he came out and pushed the gentleman to the ground hard and mm-hmm. was standing over him. The gentleman pulled out a gun, claiming he was defending himself, standing his ground, and shot him and killed him. Yeah. Uh, Michael, I'm going to I think I'm saying this right. Draca, Michael Draca is his last name, was four, 47, was approached uh, approached Jacobs while her boyfriend, Marquis Meckleton, and the couple's five-year-old son, Marquis Jr., went into the store. Draca and Jacobs began arguing about her parking in the handicapped parking space, and then things ensued, as you mentioned. But it does not look like he's going to be charged. Yeah, what do you think? Uh, look, that's my thing with... With gun, and he had a legal handgun, mm-hmm. um, and had the right to carry it. You know, my thing is just like I, I think guns escalate things so quickly. I, again, I, you know, I think there was fault on both sides here, but yeah. it just seems like the listen, gun takes it to another level. I, obviously, you know, your life—you can't bring listen, that back. I can't, you can't put yourself in his. Shoe. The guy was big; he pushed him right to the ground. Which, listen, first of all, you come out of a store, you have a five-year-old. Like the guy wasn't. It didn't appear to me in the video. The gentleman who shot Jake, what's his name again, Draca? Uh, uh, yes. It didn't appear to me that he was, like, leaning in the car or threatening the woman in any way. Right. The guy comes out and pushes him right to the ground hard. So why is he getting violent right out of the gate? Uh, that's a good question. Okay. And then he's standing over him. So maybe the guy felt threatened. I don't know what he said. He could have said, I'm going to kill you. We don't know. But then he pulls out his gun, and then what do you do? So did he have to shoot him? Could he have just say, you know, get back in your car, or I will shoot? But this is my issue with, you know, this has been the summer of Permit Patty, of all these people. You know what I'm saying? Like, this is my issue. Is like, why do um, people care so much if somebody's selling water, if someone's parked in a handicapped spot? I understand if you pull up in your handicap, but, like, everybody is the police. You know, why are you policing whether this mom and her uh, boyfriend with their three children are... Who cares? Maybe they're having a rough day. I think what drives me bananas about this is everybody wants to, like, patrol everyone here. But but at the same time, like, you should... like like. You, that's I get it. Like they shouldn't have been parked they in want, a handicap if they but didn't. But you have, want but citizens to do the right thing, correct? Um, you do, in theory, want them to do the right thing. But I feel like that's why, like, go somewhere in your car, call police, and let them handle it. You know, if you're, I just think that people. There's no room for error. You know, it's like a kid on the street selling water, and then suddenly everybody wants to like call the police on her because she's so loud. Like, let her sell water for an hour. Why the hell? You know, and that, oh, that stuff's ridiculous. Like, it is. It's I mean, crazy. Just leave, the like, CVS situation. And now this, you know, this man's lost his life, his three kids. I mean, that's just going to stay with those kids forever. Well, but he also had kids. He shouldn't have come out and pushed the guy. Just get in your car and go away. So you can look at it both ways, right? I mean, you can look at it both ways. But that's the thing. Is like, now with road rage, I don't care. Like, if someone wants to give me the finger or I accidentally cut somebody off, like, I'm waving. Because, yeah, they could be having a really bad day and they've got a concealed weapon. And it's not worth my life over, like, who's right. Like, you know, you try to do good. You, You think, you know... 
But but at the end of the day, too, you're still like, listen, this guy chose on his own. I don't believe he was handicapped and trying to park in the spot. Right. Uh, right. I, I don't know that. I, we don't. Yeah, we don't know that. If they had an actual sticker, yeah, we don't. So if he was trying to park in the spot and she wouldn't leave, and listen, no, should people get shot over this? No. I know. A spokesperson for the Florida State Attorney in Clearwater told news outlets that the office had not uh, yet gotten the case from the sheriff's department, but would investigate the shooting once the case is received. It seemed like it has. He it, listen. It seems like shooting that man is excessive. Um, I think he could have pulled out the gun and. You know, said, hey, back off. But yeah. the guy shouldn't have come out and pushed him. I, I don't know. It's a terrible situation, but a story that's making a lot of headlines. Um, one of the couple of last stories we wanted to talk about is a lot of people are, are raising, not a, I shouldn't say a lot, not a lot, but some people are raising their children to be gender neutral. Babies. Yeah. So this was interesting <laughs> to me because not only are they raising them gender neutral in the sense of like, they don't give them certain toys, but they actually don't even tell the kids what sex yeah. they are. Yeah. I could see you do it. Are you down for this as you become a grandfather? Okay, like, so what, how are you? Uh... Listen, uh, and I don't, I don't need to say this to preface my opinion on this, but I will, because if this is the first time someone's listening to us, <laughs> I am 100% supportive of transgender rights. And, and where they've, how they've improved, and the the acceptance and right. all that. It, it it I I honestly it doesn't impact me at all. But this is ridiculous. This is absolutely ridiculousness. It's just. But do you think there are that many people? It sounds like this is a very wealthy. Yeah, listen, I'm sure it's claim. like I'm sure it's like four people. Yeah, and it, it becomes this like big story. Yeah, but even the thought of it, listen. Like, boy, girl, the fact that these parents are actually thinking that way. Yeah, you want to raise your children to, like, and you should be acceptance of, of all, you know, you know, genders and races and ab, uh, that, yeah. But the, the, they and, like. Yeah. This is gender neutral toys, gender neutral clothing, clothing, and then you don't even tell the kid they're a boy or a girl. Like you're never saying, "Hey, uh, he I, was doing this." I or mean, what if, was your I'm, sister if doing? I'm going to give a little on this, which I really, really, really don't want to. Okay, if you are pressed. There, there are studies that say you know because you dress girls in pink and boys in blue, boys become a little bit more aggressive or tougher in society versus girls are always pigeonholed as like they have to be you know sweet and and nice subservient so i do think there is some of that for sure but that's not what we're talking about here right they still know they're a girl they still know they're a boy at some age if they feel they should have been the opposite sex or gender i should say well then do that but this is little, this is extreme for you. Yeah, huh? it is. Uh, it is. It is. <laughs> well, what about babies? you? Uh, look, I think this is a major, major, major first world problem. Like, I think I, I don't think it's that many people. I, I really don't. I think people are becoming more aware of being accepting and yeah, um, as they should. Yeah, absolutely. And t- telling kids, you know, express your own identity. I think that's much, much more acceptable. Um, but I think this is also impossible to do. Like, it's. Once your kids go out into society, they are going to be labeled. I mean, we can all kind of work to reduce what that label means, but... Yeah, I think this is, an, uh, as they get a little bit older, you, you raise them 
But to me, this is one of those things where I don't feel like these parents should be harassed either. Like, if you want to raise your kid like that, okay, fine. It's remember, it's to me, it was like the Silver Spring parents, right? That were like the free range. Remember, they let their kids walk but, but like I eight miles. I also think parents forget that you know they may they may think this is is a novel approach or you know, but they could also be hurting the kids. We don't know that, right? Right. Yeah, when you when you're you may want to know you're a girl or a boy. (laughs) Yeah, you may be okay with your gender. Right, they're assuming and and making a lot of assumptions. To me, this is almost like you know putting, you know, pressures on. on, It it almost seems like it's it's the opposite of what they're trying to accomplish. It it could have actually a a, a detrimental effect on their on their psyche. Well, you know, yeah, I think you're right, and. I don't think in general that many parents are doing it. Sounds like I hope very, not. very few. Um, all right, we have a few minutes left of rapid fire. I will say though, if, if you know, if, if and when I have a grandchild, yes. and I go to the hospital and they're called a they, I'm going to have a problem. Hopefully, we have a mobile <laughs> podcast. Uh, definitely, we're taking the podcast for. I will reactions. be. I will be uh, FaceTiming or Skyping or whatever you want into Fox Five, and they better be in the boy or girl section. <laughs> 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 no, they as section. A, as a two, as a two day old baby. Actually, what do they do now? I don't, do they? Oh, please don't tell me they're doing like. That's actually a good question. We need to ask. It's probably gender neutral now in hospitals, right? Yeah, I'm sure they're, they're all, I'm sure they're all in like green. Yes, probably like a nice uh, mint green. So it could go either way. Oh my god! How are, look at how we're evolving. I mean, isn't it amazing? Um, oh, okay, so we have a couple minutes just yeah, to talk like go. really quick. Tiger Woods, you were talking yeah, about awesome. him. What, now, what was awesome? I don't really follow golf. He's ba- he was back. He was in contention. Listen, the PJ has. I don't want to say they have a problem, but I think they have a problem. Tiger Woods' impact on the game over the last twenty years, both from bringing new fans to the game, the excitement that he created, the dominance that he had over all those years. When he's in contention and or playing, even at 42 years old, and hasn't won a major in, I think, five, six years, Right. it's just different. People are watching. They're tuned in. Everyone's tweeting, oh, my God, if you're not watching, Tiger's in contention. I don't think an athlete ever in any sport had as great of an impact on the visibility oh, and excitement that he brings to the event itself, especially in a major on a Sunday. It's it's unprecedented in, in my sports lifetime. So what do you want to see happen? The PGA um, kind of give him more credit? Or? No, no I, just, I don't think there's anything to do. I just hope there's a few more years of it left because... When he's not in contention or when he retires or stops playing, this, or certainly over the last several years, listen, there's some terrific players. Dustin Johnson, Jordan Spieth, um, Justin Thomas, you know, there's just a lot of great, great players. Great players. But it's still not the same. They don't it's have just the not. They're kind of like, been a, okay, Dustin won this week, Th- Justin Thomas won that week. They're boring. Yeah, like, okay. Yeah. I mean, they're not having sex with a waitress from Perkins. Like, that's what we need. I'm not sure. Listen, I think that... was my favorite part of him. I was like, why are you doing that? that? Exactly. He still would have won majors. Poor guy. He stopped having sex with strippers from Perkins, and he would have... Who knew? And he hasn't won since. I think that was the best. He had a gambling addiction, a sex addiction. Like, I want that Tiger Woods. Like, that guy seems like a lot of fun to go out with. 
I mean, the, the Mary part with kids was like, really. By the way, the, it, looked like, it looked like there was a girlfriend or somebody waiting. Did you see the end of it? No. No. So his kids came up to him and hugged him, and then a woman, I'm sure, I don't There's know. There's probably this. several women. I'm Patrick, sure everyone was. knows who it is, and I'm like, <laughs> uh, the, you know, the moron here. But, I gotta Google. I don't know who it is. Yeah. Tiger Woods' latest girlfriend. Uh, by the way, like it or not, give us the scoop. Big debut last well, night, I'll tell you right? What, and, and all kidding aside, it was a great show last night. It well, was entertaining. It was authentic. The ratings were okay. Listen, the ratings are going to be... It, it's going to need time to develop. It's the summer. It's a new show. We didn't really spend a lot... We didn't spend any money promoting it. We're going to let it kind of, you know, kind of breathe and see what we like, what we don't like, continue to develop it over the next eight weeks, and then, in essence, relaunch it heavy in September when all the other syndicated shows launch. But... Great, great start. It's five nights a week, or a week or six. Five nights a week, seven o'clock. Five nights a week, Fox seven o'clock. TTG. Uh, Britt McHenry is one of the hosts. We have a lot. So we have a lot of. So um, Nick Smith. Okay. Bram Weinstein. Yep. Guy Lambert, Marina Morocco, Britt McHenry. Okay. And then there'll be two other contributors who yet to be announced. You and me. Yes. <laughs> you know what? I should be on that show. I don't know. I don't know. I, we talk about this every week. I don't like it's much. Like ongoing. <laughs> or, or many people. Like, yeah, it's going to be a lot of not. But uh, See, you like a lot of people. I, I do. I really I, don't. People don't bother me. I feel like everyone needs to relax, drink more, I'm too smoke stressed. more. You know what I did? I find myself sighing all the time now, which is not a good sign. <laughs> like, seriously, like I was in the bathroom this morning. My son, needed, my, my son needed something. And he came in and like he goes, hey, can you pass me that? Like, um, whatever. I forget what it was, toothpaste or something. And I'm like, <sighs> like it was a big effort, right? <laughs> to pass him, like, you know, because he ran out of, you know, whatever. Like, literally, he goes, why are you sighing? I'm like, this isn't that hard. I'm like, <sighs> okay. <laughs> maybe you need a social media break. I need, like. Maybe it's, like, actually, maybe we should do, like, a therapy session for the podcast. And then, like, we could do scooter rides. Like, I could do a whole you know, day all, plan all, for you. Know, all kidding aside, though, I do see a lot of. You know, either report like Maggie Haberman, who, uh, as I told you, I do, I like her stuff from the New York Times. Mm-hmm. Um, she took, a, I think she's has taken a break from Twitter because of all the craziness, except for breaking people, news yeah. and posting her own stories. I, I think you do need that. It's crazy. It Tw- is. Twitter's it's so, insane right now. It's so warped. Yeah, because I feel like in real life you find common ground, but I think you do. Yeah, but if you, you really but do. This is it. If you spend all day watching, you know, the main cable news networks. Uh, and you know, looking at Twitter all day, you'll you'll go insane. Oh, come so on. which is what I do. So maybe that's the problem. <laughs> uh, Erica Herman, by the way, is the woman that was waiting for Tiger Woods. I'm not oh. exactly sure who she is, but okay. that's her name. Okay. And this won't surprise you, but she was getting slammed on Twitter. Why? Being around Tiger's kids. I, I, I don't oh know. My. Patrick is People are crazy. <laughs> and not attractive. Uh, people on Twitter were tweeting, dang, Tiger Woods' girlfriend Erica Herman is nasty. She looks like Michael Jackson after all of his surgeries. Come on, Tiger. Hashtag open championship. Look, uh, I honestly so, think most of these people on Twitter are just a bunch they're of... They're bitter. They hate life and they're jealous. Yeah, and they're sitting in their mom's basement like eating like you know meatloaf in their underwear. I mean, it's like... <laughs> like, seriously, they don't have a life. They're all all hacks. There we go. Well, yeah. Who does that? They're like, Uh, like, how does your mind think to be that nasty? 
because you have no life and you're envious and jealous and you're living at home or you're living somewhere. And, and also, listen, it's unfortunately, it's, it's a mechanism that allows and, and actually encourages or, you know, the hate, to, yeah. to hate and, and to be in, in, there's no risk on your part. Very little, unless you're a public figure or well, you right. have a very I'm, I'm, yeah, high I'm not talking job. about that. I'm just talking about yeah. the general heat. Yeah, if and you don't, don't even have to represent yourself as who you really are. You put up a different icon, make up a name, boom. Crazy. Um, where can people follow you on Twitter? Patrick, GM, Fox 5 DC. Boom. Uh, the Facebook page is also growing, and it's the Polini Perspective on Facebook. You can join that. Follow and us. Yeah. Send us some, some ideas. Absolutely. You can follow me at HeyFrage. We put out we're new gonna, episodes. We're going to have a, hopefully, we're going to have a guest next week. Ooh. Special guest. Any teaser that we can share? No, okay. Not yet. All right, you're working on that. Okay. I'm working on it still. <laughs> no problem. Don't be special, though. Don't be huge. <laughs> huge. All right, you guys, we'll see you next week. All right, bye.